What's up, everybody? <laughs> Welcome to No One Likes the Tuna Podcast. I'm Nick Nocera. I'm Daryl Long. This is the world's... Daryl, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, this is the world's premier dedicated Fast and Furious podcast, is it not? It is. It always has been. It always will be. <laughs> okay, I really appreciate that. Even if the Fast and Furious producers produce a podcast about their own movies. We did it first. And we did it the best. You fucking right we did it first. <laughs> and we're doing it the best, Daryl. Because this week, we just finished watching Fast and Furious 2000, from 2009. The fourth movie in the Fast and Furious franchise. You're joining us here for Cycle 11. Mm-hmm. Um, this is, I guess, the... Episode 5, five. technically. Yeah, we took a Hobbs Because we and did Shaw Hobbs and Shaw first. Feature. Yeah. Um. Yeah, still thinking about Hobbs and Shaw a little bit. All the time. All I, the time. I think, it's at, I think it's added great color to my current sort of cycle viewing experience. It gives me new stuff. It gives me new stuff to think about while I'm watching these movies. Okay. It does not for me. I don't. I mean, maybe in like the perspective of how these all these people turn out and how much they hate each other at this point. You um, know, we got some guests this week. We're also filming sort of remote from where we normally are. Yeah, we're in, we're in CT, right in the middle of the woods, <laughs> and we are joined by Sandy Sue. What's up, what's up? Friend of the pod, hasn't been on in... Many moons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when was the last time? Uh, it's probably, this was at your apartment in New York, so at least two... Three years. Three. Yeah, <laughs> two, three-ish years. Was it, my, was it my birthday? We had a cake. Yeah, there was a cake. Oh, it was it your was birthday. Was the cake and the NOS day the same thing? That was yes. the same day. We had same ice cream day. cake and a... <laughs> Bunch of NOS energy drink. And then we all vomited. <laughs> it was fucking horrible. I'm going to go ahead and say Jess, that was you lucked out that you're not, you were not included in that. Three years ago. We're also joined by Jess. I don't know your last name. <laughs> <laughs> That's the deal. That's cool. Yeah, we That's the to. whole deal. I've known you for many years and I have no fucking clue what your last name is. And I'm, I, I was realizing that. <laughs> Extremely slowly over the course of the past couple minutes, that I don't know your last name. It's fine. Can you say it? It's gray. Gray. Yeah. G R E A A G R E Y A Y A Y G R A Y. Did you say G R E A? First guess. It's like it's like shea butter, but like gray butter. Gray butter. I get that. That'd be pretty. I like that very much. And you guys watch basically the second half of this movie. Less than less than the second half. Last thirty minutes. Right. Do you have any initial impressions? Yeah. Cool effects. Oh. I mean. Sandy. I was thinking no? the opposite. Oh. I was thinking, wow, VFX has come a long way <laughs> mm-hmm. since this movie. Mm-hmm. I think I'm easily impressed. Well, you're not alone in that. I'm also easily impressed. But that tunnel looks terrible. <laughs> that is really when I was thinking yeah, yeah, it's how bad. It <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely garbage. I think the part that freaked me out the most was when Vin Diesel jumps from one car to the other while they're... In the tunnel. Through the tunnel? Mm hmm. There's no, that's, I feel like that. He really did that. Really? No. (laughs) (laughs) Totally not. Absolutely, (laughs) definitely not. (laughs) You know that um, that classic magic trick where they slice the nice lady in half? That's exactly what what happened to him had he tried that in real life. 
It just got slammed right in half? Yeah, right in half. Huh. Right at the yeah. hip bone. Uh, ooh, there like an really elevator that closed on too you. Too many people in that scene. Yeah. Why were there so many cars in that tunnel? So this is a a absolutely valid critique. I think we have a dishwasher that's beeping, but I that's tried cool. To fix it. No, I'm sorry. it's all good. Don't worry about it. Um, this is a very valid critique of um that scene. That it's like there's too much going on. There's two separate teams of things happening. There's one, there's a Paul Walker thing happening in the front where him and Braga are in the car and they're getting chased by Scorpio, a.k.a. Phoenix. Mm -hmm. And then there's a whole separate other thing where Vin is sort of fending off baddies in his car a ways behind them. But that is completely unclear. I guess I kind of assumed that they were just being chased by the entire cartel. Yeah, it seems like the whole guy, everybody's after them at the same time. But it's actually like two groupings of things, mm. which is a little bit not. It's too much. It and that, I guess that story doesn't really finish, right? Because only three cars come out of the tunnel. Everybody else explodes in the mine. <laughs> yeah, they get <laughs> yeah. It, the mine caves in. Yeah, because they're inferior drivers is the reason. Yeah, they're not a professional driver. You need to. Yeah, explode. they're not real drivers. Mm. Yeah. And the mines are established earlier in the movie as a point. They're not of- necessarily mines, <laughs> although they do resemble mines. There, I think it's the tunnel. Is the tunnel purpose built for them to smuggle drugs? That's kind of what I had understood. That makes sense, actually. Mm-hmm. That's what I always assumed was they built the tunnel to smuggle. They didn't just like happen upon this amazing tunnel mm-hmm. that ran from Mexico to the United States. Mm. Through a mountain. Purpose Through a mountain. Built. Yeah. I always assumed it was kind of purpose built. They built it for that purpose. Why did they make it so wiggly? Why didn't they just go straight, straight through the middle? I mean, phenomenal. I, like if I like if I'm a if I'm a cartel dude, I'm just like, oh, you know what would make my life a lot easier is if I built a tunnel right under the Mexican border here. Yeah, straight through. Straight through. I mean, I guess El Chapo would have done. Well, El Chapo, I think feels like maybe El Chapo did do that at some point. The guy did a lot of tunneling. And now he's going to jail for the rest of his life. I think he's already in jail. Not going yep. to jail. Yep. Yeah. He's in there. He's arrested. <laughs> they got him. <laughs> they chopped him. <laughs> yeah, they chopped him. <laughs> Daryl, what um I wanna pull something out. What did you what do you feel? What did you feel this watch through this cycle of four? Hmm. We have often talked about four as a maybe the most mediocre of these movies. Mm-hmm. Did you feel that? I thought that going into it, mm-hmm. about three quarters of the way through, I was like, actually, this stuff's pretty good. Yeah, I was jamming. <laughs> I was jamming. I was having a great time. I, um, I think one of the... Sandy's saying no. <laughs> I think one of the main things that I sort of noticed this time was that they spend a good amount of time trying to add conflict and add sort of like, and, and to escalate the characters. So for example, like the, the big thing in this one is that Brian O'Connor, um, Paul Walker's character, like miraculously goes in Too Fast, Too Furious from, mm-hmm. like, a exiled, ex- like, a criminal informant sort of, like, driver dude yep. in Miami. And fast forward, what are you thinking, like, four years, I guess? Five, right? 
So oh, Mia says Miami. five, but okay. We this is a topic I need to talk. Let's. I want you to talk about your thought because yeah. I do want to talk about the timeline. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But like he has this conversation with Mia, just like, oh, like you're a bad guy, you're a good guy, and then he's like, oh, I have to do this. That's why the feds recruited me. There's a lot of like very pointed language that mm-hmm. sort of tries to explain in a very short amount of time like how they got from small time like Miami Brooks oh. into sort of. The big leagues working with the cartels. And like the FBI. FBI, yeah. that sort of thing. So it's to legitimize them and to like... And they do that a little bit for Dom as well, right? They like, all right, they move him from... Where is he at? I guess he goes from LA. He hops in the Supra, drives, drives off. Drives to Mexico. Drives off to Mexico. Stays there for many years. Stays there for many years. Ends up in the DR, selling all these things. So like... Over, over this period of time, this five years, I guess, from, we're saying, the first movie, they have to sort of explain how people got from small time to big time. Yeah. And I was noticing in this movie that they put a lot of effort into it, and it... It's just know. like, who cares? That's how I felt. Yeah. It's like, great, he's an FBI agent. How he got there, I don't give a shit. doesn't matter. It's fun, you know? Um, I do want to talk about timeline a little bit. So we've had this prevailing theory, 2001 is 2001. 2001, the first movie came out, which is 2001. Like the Twin Towers fell, everything happened, then this movie came out. Then Mia says a line in this movie that was five years later. So this movie takes place in 2006? When did it actually come out? 2009. Okay. So weirdly, this movie... Takes right, which when we have Tokyo Drift, which is the previous movie, came out in two thousand six, but takes place in two thousand seventeen. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so I I had this theory that maybe we could squeeze all these movies within like a nine month span of time, <laughs> which turns out is not the case. Mm-mm. But so we know it's five years from one, um, and the. Then it goes five years to four, and then five and six, do we know? I mean, it's five starts immediately after four ends, right? Correct. And they just go straight down to Mexico and do their thing in the barrio. Mm-hmm. And then six happens... So potentially, right yeah, right after. Right after. Oh, right. Because the Shaw they, deaths. Yes. The Shaw deaths. And at the... It can't. (laughs) 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 Very fair. However, we do always caveat blanket spoilers for all the movies. (laughs) Given that the premise of the premise of the podcast is that we rewatch the movies over Over and and over over and over, like you're gonna just say, (laughs) just say. If you're joining us now, you've heard us talk about this podcast. We're sad to report that both <laughs> that Shaw dies. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but between five and six is nine months, isn't it? Five and six is nine months. Don't Why? they have a baby? baby? No, yes, she is very to. pregnant at the beginning of six. We'll have to. We'll have to. Or has had figure a this child. out when we get there. I don't yeah, remember. I know. We're gonna have to go back to it. Sandy Sue, mm. talking to me about something you pulled out of this movie. Gave you joy or Ooh. hope or fear or um 
questions questions unanswered about the universe I don't know if I had any unanswered questions coming out of this movie, mm-hmm. but I pulled out of this really the the progress that can be made over a pretty short period of time of filmmaking between the years of 2006, you say? 2009 is when this movie came out. And it said in 2006. <laughs> Got it. was it. 10 years ago this movie came out. Yeah, it's set in 2006, weirdly, (laughs) for some really unknown reason. So from 2009 to 2019, things have come a long way. What's your benchmark for sort of the the progress? Ooh, uh, best looking movie I've seen in 2019? Yeah. Hmm. What is it? I'm going to say John Wick. The newest Ooh. John Wick. Very good effects. Ugh. Good stunts. Oh, disagree. Are there cars in that movie? Mm, no. A lot of dogs. Really. A lot of dogs. ZGI dogs? No, real real stunt dogs. Mm. But there is some CGI. All right, all right. I got to compare it to driving movies, I guess. Do no, you compare? don't have to. I'm just... I get what your larger point is that visual effects are better. Do we have to compare it to movies? Can we oh, it to TV shows? Ooh, yes, absolutely. Benchmark or Stranger Things? Oh, haven't gotten very far with the new season, mm. but just the monsters. Just they're good looking. Monsters are well, they're good like looking. really realistic. I mean, as far as fantastical non-existent monsters go. I, I also wonder what the VFX budget is for a Fast and Furious. All right, here's Huge. how are we not talking about the Lion King right now? Because like all that, that whole thing is a computer. I mean. To me, it's like, that's gross and weird and we shouldn't do it, basically. It's like to make real-ass fucking lions. Yeah, Daryl's watch that table, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Right? But, like, that is... The dog is really up in her own business down there. So, The Lion King, though, is the movie that has come out this year that's like, here's a photorealistic representation of real life. Hmm. The tunnel scene in this movie <laughs> is the closest. No, but in 2009, I feel like maybe they were like, this is a photorealistic representation of real life. What was something that life. came out in 2009? Avatar. Ah, uh, that was Avatar, really good. Yeah. Which was really good. And still looks great, Avatar. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it since I, I seen saw it, it for the very you first time. You guys should watch Avatar again. Yeah. It's really very good movie. Wait, it's just think, has Avatar 2 come out since then? No, it has not. But it's in the works, okay. no? Really? Here's the business of Avatar. Obsolete. No, no, no. Ab- this is crazy. Because James Cameron has retired from filmmaking other than being like, I'm in the Avatar filmmaking business. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm making two, Slash three, the theme four, park five. Business. One of them is going to be underwater. It's going to be crazy. Vin like, Diesel's going to be there. Now, all of these movies are supposed to supposedly shot in New Zealand where I now live my life. They, like, ramp up production. I mean, I've seen stuff, but they all ramp up production for, like, two months. Everybody in the country is employed for two months, and then they're like, ah, we got to hold on. <laughs> we got we to we reconfigure some stuff. Like, let's do it. So everything shuts down. Yeah. I'll believe it when I see a trailer. Does Spider-Verse count out. as... Oh. Special mm. I think that's 
Well, I, have, have, I haven't seen it, strictly. but I would assume that was animation. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it definitely was. Is that a totally different category? Different category. Okay. I would say so. Okay. I would say so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just, this movie doesn't look very good. And I think, but I think the larger problem, my larger problem is that the tunnel is brown and fast moving. And you it is really, exactly. It's yeah. very difficult to see or tell any of the, like, storyline that's happening in there. Mm-hmm. I know that cars are crashing and going kind of quickly and stuff like that, but other than that, I'm not quite sure what's mm-hmm. going on. Um, yeah. And it was kind of a cop-out for that kind of driving scene. It's right. like, oh, like, this is an easy environment to create. Tunnel, tunnel. This is the scene. Tunnel, tunnel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, right. They, were right. On a, they were on a budget. They were cool. I think there was a budget here. I think there was a budget. I think this was the first test case of, like, okay... Like, 2 is basically a made-for-TV movie. I mean, it was... It got a theatrical release, but whatever. 3 is a major TV movie that miraculously opened in theaters. Mm-hmm. That's a good movie. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we all agree 3 is the best one. We all agree that 3 is the best one. Uh, and this one was the first one where they were, the studio was like, we're going to put a little more money into this, and we're going to see if this can be a thing you guys imagine it can be. Mm-hmm. But we're not going to like break our bank on it, basically. Mm-hmm. And it was great. But I mean, at the same time, if I, yeah, if I'm sort of thinking back to the rest of the series here, more money, more problems. Mm-hmm. Because like, mm-hmm. even though you have more money to throw at these scenes, they don't really get better. Can you imagine how much money Hobbs and Shaw had right. as their budget? And, like, What's I would say here? that this is a much better movie. Like, 80 million? Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> wow. Like, this probably was shot on, what, like, 30, 40? We're talking still. number four? Yeah. I'm going to say less. Yeah? I don't know. That's a lot of dumplings. Yeah, it's a lot of dumplings, <laughs> but, you know, could be more. If we're thinking dumplings and um, currency, I mean, we might as well think about products, services, and other stuff that we uh, might spend our dumpling money on. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> or not. Or not. Or not. <laughs> or spend our money railing Elsewhere. against. Yeah. <laughs> you know, vote with your dollars, people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sandy Sue, do you want to start us off? Ooh. My, okay. Yeah, give it, give it to us. What do you um My shout out this this time around is to the FDNY. For those not in the know, FDNY stands for Fire Department of New York. <laughs> Brave men and women. And women. Thank you. <laughs> all but all of them happened to be men that saved me. And <laughs> You know, non-binary and people. I didn't ask. Probably <laughs> didn't ask everyone. You're right. I shouldn't assume. So, but uh, I think we should go around. Your cat got stuck in a tree. Essentially, essentially. Yeah. But it was a dog in a minivan. <laughs> <laughs> and Enterprise rent a car was not helpful. Yeah. Repeat, not helpful. Mm. Enterprise. <laughs> So upvotes for FDNY, downvotes for Enterprise. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> FDNY, save the day. I also want to put budget rent-a-car on the shit list oh. for rent-a-cars. Mm. Just that far, I'm just putting it out there. What's mm-hmm. everyone's favorite car rental? 
company here. Hurt. Like there's one. Yeah, Hurt. 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 Oh, I'm an Avis. It's the only choice. I'm a gold member, just so you know. <laughs> Avis. Avis. All the way. There's a lot of benefits. Ah. <laughs> Hertz is great. I've never had a problem with them. Yeah. Yeah. Never had really a problem phenomenal. With okay. Okay. Variety. It's the spice of life, guys. I know that Budget and Avis are the same company, and I'm not. I'm anti-Budget. Mm. So. All right. That's where I get my little, you know. What do you think the strategy was between differentiating? It sounds like they have the exact same product. The brand experiences, bro. Mm-hmm. You know. Do you think Avis came first? And they were like, oh, we need to make a discount version of mm-hmm. our company. Oh, definitely. Business. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. I mean, all those things were open at Frontier, I feel like. No, that's an airline. But mm. there is another one that's like Dollar. Dollar. I don't want to rent a car with a dollar. Jess, Jess, have you ever rented a dollar? No? No, I've never heard of it. Have you guys ever been on a dollar van? No. No. (laughs) Y'all live basically at the Barclays Center? You've never been on a dollar van? No. All right, so dollar van are these like large 20 passenger vans that run up and down Atlantic Avenue in Brooklyn. What? And you sort of hail them by like sticking out your arm. They're illegal. They're like charge money. They're illegal. Are they like cargo vans where you just like just? They're not cargo. Get the they're like bigger than. They look like a bus basically, um, but not like a big coach bus, but a you know a smaller size bus. Uh, they run up and down Atlantic Avenue. You like kind of stick out your hand for them, uh, in a kind of subtle way, and they'll pull over and not really stop, but like kind of keep moving. You just jump on. Mm. And then you pay them when you get off, and you just throw them two bucks. And they just run up and down Atlantic Avenue. So you've got to go on the, to Barclay Center and back for a game? Great. Dollar van. Hmm. Absolutely. They're generally operated by, um, like, West Indies hmm. immigrants. Hmm. Um, and they, yeah. How Once in a while, the cops bust all of them in one day. <laughs> how did you know to start using this service? Um, you just, like, I feel like the... Like the barrier to entry, just like oh, I'm just gonna like get on this van. Like, how did I got you figure told out? about it yeah. from somebody. Huh. Yeah, basically, they were like, "Go catch a dollar van." I was like, "What's that?" Like, hmm. Hey, dollar van. Do these only exist on Atlantic Avenue? They're in other places in Brooklyn too, I think. But really, they go up like main, th- go back and forth along main thoroughfares. Hmm. Where MTA buses don't operate. I believe they do operate there. I don't really know the deal. I always thought, and I'm, I'm envisioning this van here. It's the, the type of vans that pick up old people. Yes. The senior citizens. Yes. Accessoride. They look like Accessoride vans. That's right. exactly right. But they don't have any branding on them. Are there old people on there? Is there um, old yeah, people old, sort of yeah definitely. definitely. I think I always assumed that those were like the party buses, like the limousines and oh, stuff. They look like that. Limos. However, they are... Public transportation. Yeah. I guess my shout out is turning into dollar vans. <laughs> okay. And I'm, I'm really okay vans. with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> shout out to dollar vans. They're great service. Go up and down, and the cops should give them a break, basically. Sure. They're not doing any harm. No. What do you, when they get busted, what do you think it's for? Illegal business? Yeah, you can, they're not like TLC. You know what I mean? You have to be a taxi limousine commission to like charge for a ride in New York City. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Yeah, all the Ubers, all the Lyfts, everybody's TLC. Mm. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, fucking nanny state, bro. It's not a nanny state. (laughs) 
That's the, so far from being a nasty. You take that back. <laughs> Daryl. <laughs> Greetings. What do you want to shout out to this week? I'm having a rough time. I think I have to give a shout out to Handpicked Salad. I mean, it's Ooh. just like, I'm eating it all day here. And <laughs> <laughs> the hardiness, the spiciness. We're in the country. We're in the country. Hardiness, the spiciness, just the depth of flavor and experience in a handpicked salad green is just totally unmatched by any sort of grocery um, offering. And yeah. Even if you go to a farmer's market and you buy like a farmer's market bag, mm. this seems tastier to me. This is pretty tasty. It was good. I it felt fresh. I feel it healthy. was fresh. I feel it was like juicy. A, I feel like a dinosaur. Like back in the day, like when stuff was just real, real, and you could just live a healthy dinosaur life off of vegetation. That's sort of what it felt I'm like down today. With that. Um. Yeah, I mean, I like it too. I don't know. <laughs> I don't much to say about it. Yeah. It tastes pretty like normal salad to me. <laughs> Do you guys feel like it was? I thought it was extra, more spicy. Extra? Yeah, I thought it was, it was more extra. Spicy. I felt like it was even extra delicious at breakfast. True. Oh, yeah. yeah. Breakfast True. salad. Yeah. We had yeah some breakfast salad. Woo. Also, you know, like eggs and cheese and bagels, tomatoes. Right. You know, there was salad thrown in there. <laughs> right. It's right. pretty good. Did you put it in the eggs? No. It was on the side. On the side. I wonder if lettuce would be like a. Is that like an omelet ingredient? That's a terrible omelet ingredient. I'd say no because it'll wilt. It's just water. Yeah. You're just putting in. No. I think we had baby kale in there this morning. Some baby kale. In the omelet too? Tomatoes. In the salad. So uh. we put basil, or at least I put basil, fresh mm. basil in the eggs. Mm. Jess? Gray? Well, you, st- you, like you stole my shout out. Shout out. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Damn. So I think I have to do an anti shout out. Um, which is more that more of like a PSA than anything mm-hmm. else. But uh, mm-hmm. anti shout out to Jewel and all oil based uh, vaporizers, oh, which have left me ill as fuck for the past week, uh, as you can probably hear from my voice. So yeah, don't do it. You hear that, kids? Don't, <laughs> don't Jewel. Jewel. It's or not, listen to Jewel. It's not cool <laughs> to Jewel. It's not cool to Jewel. True. Yeah, it's bad shit. <laughs> I mean, sometimes they're Do you okay, like Jewel the singer? I did a long time ago when yeah. I was in like middle school. It was I was into Jewel and I was into Cher. She had that one song that was like yeah, that was a good song. One more time? I didn't quite catch you didn't that. Get it? No, one no? more time. Do we get it on the video for YouTube? One more time. We're gonna get picked up by YouTube's algorithm. I'm too good. Yeah, it's too good. We talk about this a lot. I'm, we're too good of singers, and we get picked up by the YouTube algorithm, and then we lose the monetization. So can't risk it. Can't risk it. Can't risk it, but Jewel was good. I was into her at a, at a different time in my life, yeah. Yeah, or now. She's great. I actually did Google her, like, two weeks ago. Really? Yeah. You and I were oh, talking about it. I don't remember, but I looked it up. Was it accidental when you were looking up Jewel side effects? I listened to Jewel for 46 hours, and my ears started playing. No. I think we saw some actress, and I was like, oh my god, is that Jewel? What the fuck happened to her? Hmm. And then we looked it up. I think she's just living like a chill-ass life. Probably. Where? Los Angeles? Texas. 
Yeah, I yeah. feel like more in like the Tennessee. Does she count as a country singer? Mm, I don't think so. I, get, I only know her I as a pop singer. Country pop. There's okay. one. Does she wear really big belt buckles? Because that might put her. In. Mm, I haven't seen her lately. I don't know if she's changed her style or not. I think the belt buckle thing was just a like a product of the early two thousands, not necessarily. Yeah. I feel like she wrote music. that album when she was like eighteen or something. Wow. Yeah, baller. It's pretty cool. There is the one video of Jewel. Which is great. She like puts on a prosthetic nose and she goes to a bar and she sings Jewel Karaoke and she looks like a frumpy sort of like off, just like a regular office lady and she like balls out on Jewel Karaoke and everybody at the bar are like, whoa, <laughs> this lady's amazing. <laughs> and then she goes in the back and takes it all off and then it comes out and everybody's like, Jewel. <laughs> we had no idea. You sound just like you. And then, what at the end of the video, there's one guy who's like, that lady sounded even better than Joe. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Uh, it was great. Wow. All right. So I got something to talk about. Mm-hmm. Brian O'Connor. He's a big deal. He's an FBI agent. He's sort of a rebel. He's a he's he's the FBI's probably best. Race streetcar driver. Oh, yeah. You know? Definitely. If you're ranking them, he probably comes in at number one. Um, but there's, there's certain moments in this movie where you talk about... Um, there's one with Mia, and there's one... Again, with Mia, I think. Like, the two Mia scenes actually are kind of important. The first one is in a diner, mm-hmm. which Brian kind of ruins the scene, but um, she asks him, like, why he let Dom go. And that's sort of his, like, defining question, right? And then he talks about having a code, like, trying to find his code at the end. Like, why did you let Dom go? It's because, I don't know, I'm, I think it's part of my code or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, what is your code? I don't know. So these movies, I'm interested in sort of looking forward in the next couple. Because if this is sort of the beginning of the code and the beginning of the franchise, like, how Brian, what Brian develops into his code and mm-hmm. what's important. And is it just... Whatever Dom cares about, which is like question mark. What does Dom care about? Mm-hmm. Family. Family. Yeah, but does he? His actions disagree. His actions sort of disagree, right? So, um, I'm interested in seeing how that code develops over the next couple of movies. Mm-hmm. And five, I mean, he takes in Vince. We see Vince again in five. Is that right? Do we? Oh, we do. Mm-hmm. He shows up in Rio. Mm-hmm. I think like the establishment of the code um, has to do with the way that they sort of treat people, their enemies and their friends. And I haven't watched the future movies. In many years. In many years. Yeah, I know. We're going to get there. So it's hard for me to figure that out. Mm-hmm. But I, when I think about the code, I also think to Hobbs and Shaw where they try to sort of explain their codes. Like, their, their code is like, all right, their co- like, what is your code is almost, um, is almost the same question as, like, why do you race? Why do you drive? And I think those, maybe those questions sort of get blended together sometimes. Why do you race? Why do you drive? I mean, Dom, I sort of feel like laid out in the first movie in those 10 seconds or less, the historic 10 seconds or less speech. Mm-hmm. Those 10 seconds or less, I'm free. 
And that sort of feels like his code. It's like, I, I need to take care of myself. You know what I mean? Like, I need freedom. Hmm. I'm so not going to be beholden. Yeah. Well, it's more, right. But then that's bigger of like, I'm never going back to jail. He talks about a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm willing to die before I go back to jail. Um, so freedom, we know, is important. Freedom and family. Uh, but I'm not sure, like, if Dom really has a consistency to, like, his life and his code in the way that he projects. And I'm wondering, really, if Brian sort of does or develops one. Because he becomes a family man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we do eventually leave, leave Brian sort of, yeah, whatever, his exit from... We'll call it the series is like him. <laughs> That's a nice way to put it. His exit from the series, like that scene, is meant to depict that, like he's leaving the life of crime. He's built a code. He's built his code, and like the family is his code, and mm-hmm. he's gonna go and not be a criminal anymore, so mm-hmm. that he can take care of his son. Take care of his son and Mia. And Mia. Yeah. That's where we leave it, I guess. Yeah. But you know, tough, well, tough to tell that whole story. When we have no clue what happens in the next couple of movies, basically, because right. we haven't seen them in a long time. Right. Yeah, that's fair enough. Jess? What's that? You got anything else you want to talk about in this movie? <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. It's pretty okay. Are you pl- okay. Are you planning to watch any of these other movies? Uh, I mean, they're sure. going to keep going for a while. Why not? How many have you seen? Oof, I think only... Let's see. I've seen one, two, three... Now the last 30 minutes of four. I feel like I did watch seven a, with you guys at some point. I feel like that's that plausible. Happened. That's plausible. I think that's it. Yeah. Sandy? What's up? What's the question? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Did you like the movie? This particular movie? Yeah, I this particular movie. Number four, I can't say that I loved. But I do like the series. Okay. And I I like many of the movies. I did not care for four. Or the last 30 minutes. That's a fair assessment. Four. That's a fair assessment. The last 30 minutes of four are really the worst. They are. <laughs> I was thinking that too. Four kind of has you for yeah. a while and then completely loses you. We were saying it during the movie that Roman Pierce, a.k.a. Tyrese Gibson, like needed an appearance in mm. this movie. And he really could have right. spiced up. He really could have spiced up the last thirty minutes here, or just jokes. Just give me some just fucking jokes. jokes I need some Tyrese movie. jokes. Like, yeah. But I also like. I like how like Tyrese will rodeo in all the time yeah. and just yeah. He's the he's the wild card right. you need in the situation. And yeah. the other thing I want to put out there and pay attention to, um, and I want you to pay attention to over the next couple movies. I think these movies are better when the bad guy drives. And I think, Mm. like, I really think that Five suffers because it's some billionaire who sits in a room the whole time. Mm -hmm. And I think Four actually kind of suffers. Even though there's driving and, like, Scorpio slash Phoenix drives and he's kind of, he's a baddie. He's not the main baddie. He's not the big bad, right? And the big bad needs to drive. Mm -hmm. And when Luke Evans comes in in Six... As um, whatever Shaw, I can't even remember his name. Called Shaw what? Shaw one. Not Deckard. Not Deckard Shaw. The other Shaw. Uh, Evan. <laughs> 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 Is his name Evan. Let's call it Evan. 
Christopher Shaw. <laughs> I, could, I can't remember. He, but he drives those like, yeah, you know, like those F1 crazy car F1 cars. cars. Yeah. And him and his whole crew drive those cars. And, and they're great scary. scenes. He's scary when he's, he's in a car. He's scary when he's in a car. And um, so I really think, like, Carter Barone sucks, obviously. But DK drives. DK. Great villain. Yeah. Who drives, right? Drives very well. So I really think these these movies suffer when the bad guys don't drive and aren't involved, basically. And they really shine when, like, there's a big bad who gets in a fucking car and is the evil version of them driving. Mm -hmm. You know? That's more fun. So, Mm -hmm. we'll look for that, too. What happened in three? DK. DK. Drift King. Drives. Donkey Kong. Yeah. Donkey Kong. Everyone drives. Everyone drives in three. I think that's why it's great. Yeah. 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 What I missed in this was, like... Driving. What makes... Yeah. These movies is that like ensemble cast where there are a bunch of quirky characters all driving, yeah, making weird comments. There's one <laughs> driving scene in this movie, basically. I mean, there's the tunnel, which is, has its own mm. set of problems and is mm. awful. The um, GPS race, right? Which kind of is an okay scene. That's basically. the main. Yeah, that's the main. That's the main driving scene, driving scene. and it has this whole GPS joke on top of it. Which doesn't really work, but it doesn't like ruin the scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. These these movies, the Fast and Furious movies, need driving in them, and I think Hobbs and Shaw was also sorely lacking in driving. Yeah, you know, so we need some vehicular warfare. As we like to call it, we'll see it. It's coming, and we're coming. Back to you next week. Back to you next week. Because <laughs> we're donezo here. I am toasted on this pod. Uh, but you can find us on Facebook. At facebook.com slash no one likes to tune a podcast. You can tweet on us too at Nolt Podcast. Please do. I would say the, the Twitter, the pod Twitter universe is terrible. Man, it's all these like it's just a basic giant pod circle jerk and everybody's trying to follow the pod who follow them back and get followed. I hate participating in it, so I really try not to. Uh, I give shout-outs to, like, cool pods that I like on mm-hmm. Twitter. But, um, yeah, just, like, give us a line, you know? Tweet at us. I'll get back to you, for sure. Um, we have an email. No one likes to do a podcast at gmail.com. We also have a Patreon now. I want to give a shout out to Fredo and Steph. Still our two patrons who are dope as hell and we appreciate them every day of our lives. We're looking forward to making that special content for you guys out there, so stay tuned. Yeah, we are making some special content. Secret. It's a secret. (laughs) I think we said it last time, but uh, I don't care. We'll keep it a secret now. Um, if you want to um, become a patron, you can go to patreon.com slash no one likes to tune a podcast and uh, give us a rating review on iTunes. It really helps the pod. And uh, yeah, tell your friends. That's it from us. <laughs>